Hello and welcome to Be Powerful with Liz and Lee. It's a new day and we're so glad you're here. So you can expect to hear candid conversations on what it means to be powerful. Live authentically, live in the midst of ups and downs, productively, and above all else, joyfully. We are so thankful for you, our community of listeners, and we hope you enjoy today's show. Hi, Liz. Hi, Lee. <laughs> are we back to the scripted beginning? No. That's I, not a script. It's, it's your name and my name. No, I know. We, we just, we laugh and then we don't know what to say. So we go, hi, Lee. Hi, Liz. So yeah, here we are. Here we back are. in the blue room. Our favorite Yay. spot. I yes. like it here. It feels, I do too. feels nice. You're nice and close. Do you want me to back up? <laughs> I like it. No, no, no. I'm, I'm good with it. It okay. makes me happy. Good. So well, We've been close for a bit. We had a nice weekend weekend together. We had a big fun weekend. We did. This was a great <laughs> weekend. So yeah, when is this coming out? This Thursday? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. Recap? Let's recap. Okay. Let's recap the weekend. There's a lot going on in the world, so... We decided to celebrate. celebrate, right? I mean, celebrate while you can. This is my yeah, drink right there. Um, <laughs> it's, so it's we water. have a friend that is um, has just recently been divorced. And remember on our last podcast, we talked about, uh, we had a great divorce journey. If you haven't heard that, go back and listen to Claire Samuels. She, This is not about, yay, get a divorce. This is about, yay, let's all support one another whatever life's challenges are. And she's really a really cool, um, I think, advocate of, of support and also a mediator. You exactly. Know, and so anyway, we, we did have a friend. Right. It was a really good discussion. And I think one of the main takeaways is just being prepared and knowledgeable. Right. No matter what's happening in your relationship and not to necessarily have to get to a place that's fraught with a lot of Fear and anger and frustration, which happens a lot. But right. but the point of Claire is that becoming divorce mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Um, helping you kind of on the next path and stage of your life. So that was a good conversation. Right. And therefore, we're now talking about our friend yeah. who yeah. has recently finalized a divorce. And everybody in that duo is now happy mm-hmm. and on their way. So we decided mm-hmm. to celebrate. So sometimes divorces are... A good thing. I mean, I, I would hope divorces, anytime you get divorced, is a good thing for your family, your kids, for yourselves. Um, and I know there's a lot of a, a judgment around divorce. And I think one of the things that we talked about, and if we didn't, we need to reiterate that there's mm-hmm. a lot of judgment from our own selves. Mm-hmm. And we, you and I are both divorced. And that was one of the biggest things was getting past the own judgment right, of right. failure of all those, you know, society's rules about, no, you stay married no matter what. And sometimes it's healthier for yourselves, but especially those around you, um, to end a marriage. But in this case, so we're trying to get to the really fun part. Because <laughs> <laughs> we had a great time celebrating life. I mean, we have a friend who recently divorced, and she and her ex-husband are both in much better places. And Lucky for them, they actually don't well, have I mean, children. Yeah, uh, that doesn't matter. I don't want yeah. to talk about their divorce. It's not our place well, to talk about not. it. Certainly, certainly not. not. No However, judgment. what we did do was celebrate somebody who is now moving on to a next phase of life mm-hmm. and empowering her and showing support and love. You know when she needs it. Yes, and I think that's the main takeaway. So what we did was <laughs> was the best thing ever. We just went to uh, you know an average Saturday brunch at. 
11, we were driving <laughs> in the car at 11.15 on Saturday, dressed to the nines for a drag brunch at a local, at Midtown, what was it called? Midtown? Midtown Tavern. Tavern. And uh, we went with a group of girlfriends and we had the best time at this drag. I'd never, I'd never been to a drag brunch in Charlotte. Now I've no, been to I've one not. in Miami because that's what, <laughs> that's you, what do you do in Miami. <laughs> but it was a blast. It was fun. I mean, I think the way, you know, I felt was getting together with people who I really enjoy, mm-hmm. um, having a good time, letting loose. Mm-hmm. Whooping and hollering, whooping. clapping, There was singing. some whooping. There was some whooping, right. Yes. Dancing, getting mm-hmm. up and feeling free and, yeah. and happy, having a little entertainment and just being light because the world's a little heavy. The world is a little heavy. So, and it seems to be that this drag situation has been nationally in the news lately, sure which shocks me because drag has been around for. Ever. I mean, let's go back to Shakespeare for a minute, or not. I mean, they were dressing in drag, you know, mm. in the 1500s as women, because that's what one did, right? This is not a new thing. So, um, but also just in my lifetime, there's always been drag. I mean, I, I remember going in my 20s to drag. Okay, tell me about that. Um, back it up. It was just back it up. It's just always been there. And it's Where are we always, going? Like Concord, Burlington? No, no, no. It was always in Florida. Okay, like Florida, okay. yeah, yeah. you might have a lot of issues, Florida, right now, but you guys have been wild before before <laughs> your recent. Um, we're not going to do any fun. Um, but yeah, no, it was fun. I've, I've always enjoyed it because it's really a celebration of these women that decide they want to, or, you know, they want to show the freedom and the joy of, of who they want to be. And it sort of frees the audience to just, like we said, whoop it up because they're there to really spread joy. This is not a serious, this is not serious. No, <laughs> no. And if you've never been, oh, you, you gotta go. explain it. Okay. So <laughs> this is really great. I remember I did go once with you and I was like, Wait, oh, you did? Really, what's happening? Again, like, we were in Miami. How? How is that really a man? Yeah. No, I mean, no. I just yeah. really didn't understand. It's right. entertainment. It's huge. And it's, it's self-expression. So keep going. It's self-expression. So in this particular one that we went to this Saturday, it was, you know, I would say there was about, uh, you know, seven or eight guys, but mostly women there. Women. You gr- mean the show? No, no. Women oh, oh, in the, oh, the, the audience. The audience. The okay. audience. And all the entertainments, entertainers were drag queens. And they, I mean, you, you just can't even imagine how their makeup and their hair and they're just like off the hook, gorgeous and beautiful. And, but the thing that really struck me about this mm-hmm. one was the, the fun and the, um, what's her name? Buffet or somebody. That, right. She was awesome. We the should call queen. her out. We've got to get her right. We'll do it in the show notes. She came out and spoke about um, the freedom and joy of it, and how she, they're also raising money right. for local rain. For and there was about five or six others. I don't know all the charities, but they were all about um, supporting LGBTQ, LGBTQ community and trans communities. Yeah, and that's the you know the war on it that is happening right now in places like Tennessee and fourteen other states. Mm-hmm. Legislators are trying to say that drag shows are illegal if you attend to take them distances away from public spaces and schools and churches and, you know, talking about both sides of this battle and new legality is a little bit baffling to me to think the way I look at it is 
the many ways in which our children are under siege. Mm-hmm. And I disagree that drag shows are real problem to our youth. I mean, I think violence, guns in school, mental health care, eating disorders, social media. I mean, it's just a, there are so many more rampant issues that our children are having. And I think this is a fear-based, political, ridiculous attack on humans who are different than others. Fear-based. You nailed it, yeah. right? Fear-based. Because I'm not sure what they're afraid of. They're saying this well, is a sexualized... Mm-hmm. It is... What's not sexualized? Has anybody seen Rihanna? She was awesome on the Oscars <laughs> this weekend. Or just anything. You know, there's a lot of... What are they talking about, right? We were at a drag show Saturday that we were talking about. We saw two or three children. They were children of um, LGBTQ community members. And the beauty, one little girl had on a RuPaul jacket. Drag race jacket, yeah. And um, just really good people. Everybody in there was very good people. And I felt like, I thought about her mother. She had a, you could, I think it was a same sex lesbian couple. And I was thinking why they were there. Right. And how much I saw them and they were like at a table, like right Mm -hmm. near us and how much fun they were having. As a matter of fact, they volunteered to go up and do some kind of a thing. And I thought to myself, if I had a child in a, in a lesbian, you know, as we are a lesbian couple, but if we had ever done Mm -hmm. that, I would want them to see the joy of that community. Well, and I think it's showing like that there's a place for them to go for entertainment that they identify with. Yeah, there sure. where their sexual choices like, and where their gender are, choices mm-hmm. are appreciated and celebrated yeah. and not This was not sexy. Tamped down. This was hilarious it was and fun. fun. I mean, I'm sorry, Buffy. What's her name? Buffy. You are sexy. I'm just <laughs> going to say that in case you listen to this, and I hope you do because you were also one of the most genuine, beautiful human beings that really got through to the audience. Like a lot of us had, you know, a lot of people in the audience had never been to a drag show. And so she explained how this was an expression right. of who we are and whoever we are. It doesn't matter, you know, just expression or joy. So we just thought that was really fascinating that all of a sudden, this fear-based community of, I don't know, governors, mostly, are they all Republican governors? I think they are. I don't know. They are. But the point too, (laughs) when, you know, talking about fear-based, it's if you're watching the trans LGBTQ community get a little more steam, a little more support, more attention, then that's why they're getting right. You know, they're shut down and threatened mm-hmm. on the other side for people who feel like that's harming. And I want to say, if you feel like that's harming, don't go. And I also want to feel like if you have the power in your hands as a governor or a mayor or a council member in your city, that you should re- that I hope you that you would really care about your children and and make sure your schools are safe are safe places for them to be, to worry more about their education and more about the their safety. I think one of the things that just blows me away is you're afraid of your of these children being influenced into some sexuality that, trust me, I am a witness to this thing. You are no one influences you to be gay, right? And certainly not a drag show. It just influences you to realize the beauty and fun of life. Yes, of right? every body, of every type, of 
you know, mm-hmm. this that we're all different. And I mean, what's the deal? We're singing and dancing and it's Cher and Celine Dion and about oh, love and power and I feel great. And so yeah. please tell yeah. me what's so bad about that. I mean, just take it for what it's worth and mm-hmm. the seriousness of trying to peg every little thing that makes you uncomfortable. It's yeah. like a, just a destroying our children. It's just ridiculous. I mean, I think if we keep taking things away from them that show them about inclusivity and diversity, it's just we tell, it's we, disappointment. We, we teach them fear. Yeah. And why not teach them love and acceptance? Right. And they're a generation that's probably a lot more accepting than we are. And so we're just continuing to beat down and tell them not to be what, yourself. What, what we're continuing to do is make fools out of her. Not, a, yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> these governors are making fools out of themselves. I mean, honestly and truly, I, I don't. If you have a need to not go to a drag show, don't go. Just That's do not go. Right. But if you are going to try to, you know, legislate whether or not people that I believe there's even a bill up for people that even go to these shows could get in trouble. Yeah, not if you're it's a nuts. performer. It's if you nuts. attend, but it is is again, it's an attack on freedom. It's an attack on sexuality. It is the same thing as the misogyny going on in this nation. The attack on women's freedoms, our rights. It's just fear. We all know how important it is to fuel yourself just right every morning. Liz, what's your jet fuel? It's the HSM smoothie, of course. Obviously. But also, I've got a new little thing called... You've got a new friend? From Sakara Life, the Metabolism Super Powder is your go-to. It fires up your metabolism, curbs sugar cravings, helps ease bloat, and is it delicious? Oh, it's so good, especially in your coffee. It's got ah, a great taste. Dump it in the coffee, it. blend it dump up it and Dump it in go. the coffee, blend it, and be excited because you're going to love it. <laughs> Y'all go to sakaralife.com. When you check out, you'll receive 20% off your order, which is a great deal by using the code XOLIZHSM. That's X-O-L-I-Z-H-S-M for 20% off your order at sakaralife.com. Any law that restricts freedoms of people to express and be themselves is not the, I, I don't believe it's the American way, or at least it's not the way for democracy. That's not the sure. definition of a democracy. I mean, I just think you have two groups moving in two very different directions. So no matter what the individual topic is, I think mm-hmm. legislators are, you know, capitalizing on anything they can to show their constituents that I'm going to lean way right or way left or yeah. whatever. And yeah. and we're missing a lot of the points here. So, so we middle people, even though I would say we sound very left more here, progressive. but we're more progressive and we are, but all of us need to speak about this to our friends, to our family, to our children, especially to our children. We and I were reading our comments on YouTube today. <laughs> And we, we're going to come back with a whole show on that, aren't we? Sure. I mean, because there's a lot, if you go to our YouTube channel, there's a lot of comments and we decided to keep those, I, I wouldn't even say negative, just controversial comment, it, comments up because people have things to say and they're afraid. And people, one of the comments was, what would you tell your grandchildren or your children? you know, mm-hmm. about your own sexuality. That was one of the comments in there. And I would say, I would tell them the honest truth and to live their honest truth and to always be uh, truthful and authentic to themselves and then spread that kindness and acceptance to the rest of the world. These are not hard questions. These are simple questions. Right. And I, I think as parents, people do get very afraid. And so mm-hmm. you end up 
kind of bunting or saying a little bit and mm-hmm. leaving it on the table. And I think if you approach it, I think your mentality has always been really good. I, I don't. It's easy for you and not for everybody else to just be open and honest and to say when you don't know or I don't know, what do you think? Or let's learn more. I mean, I think that's the major stepping stone is growing and learning together and hearing what our children think about something we say and try to explain to them versus what we always tell them they need to believe. I always hope my children, my child or my grandchildren ask me questions. I love questions. And the harder they seem to be, mm-hmm. the better they are because they open up that right, right. space, that place where people can explore it. You don't have to have an answer for God's sakes. As a matter of fact, if you do have an answer, then you're you're missing that opportunity to open up a space to say, well, let's do talk about sure. that. Let's do talk about what you think about whatever's going on at school or anything and, and men and women or, you know, anything. Kids are very to the point and that's what the rest of us need to be. We right. need to be a little less afraid. But it's easy to be afraid because everybody gets pinned, negative, blamed, you know, whether or not you're a school or an institution or a parent or a group of people. I think we're in a really tough time where you have to always be careful what you say. Somebody always has an opinion. I mean, people are whipping kids in and out of different schools because X, Y, Z. And it's like, we can't even just discuss it. There's a a school in Charlotte that's a prominent school that will not let you talk about, you know, gay people. I'm sorry. I'm going to call that out. I'm going to say, if you're going to allow your children to go to a place that negates a group of people in your community, what does that say about you? I think it's a good question. I think it's at least a question that if you're allowing your children to go to a school that wants to do that, that you have that question on the table with your children and say, yes, this is why, or, or maybe they're, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. I always say, what's the worst that can happen? I say that when you and I have our things and our, you know, what's the worst or- that can happen if we say this out loud or we do this thing that maybe won't be socially acceptable? What's the worst can happen? Either a discussion will happen or possibly the worst that can happen to a human being is to be shunned. And that is a very, very hard thing. But I would rather have to deal with that than to deal with the atrocity and the, uh, the the lie of allowing people to get away with being cruel and unkind to other groups of people I don't agree with. Right, right. I mean, I think that's the bottom line. Yeah. Hmm. So anyway, Ugh. go to the Drago. Yeah, so. so at the end of the day, we, Especially were, we if kept you partying and we were like, next stop Miami. This group is going. We're going to the... To the real home of the drag queens. Oh yeah, um, yeah. We we had a big. That's day. on that's on the docket next. Yeah, we <laughs> we'll be down there soon. Yeah. Well, I just like to be in any group of people that have such free expression that are that are free expression expressing with kindness and with joy and without animosity and without hatred. And there's a lot of groups that are expressing that way, mm-hmm. and those are the ones I think that these governors need to be afraid of. If you're expressing through hatred. You need to worry about them and not these people that are looking really fancy in their clothes, <laughs> dancing and singing. <laughs> anyway. So, okay. What did you think of the Oscars? 
Whoa, 180. Whoa. I Speaking know. of, you just went from fancy dressing. No, I mean, do we want to tie a bow on that? I mean, I think we we said the point. I think the bow on this on this conversation is that if it makes you uncomfortable, then you need to ask your question, yourself about four more questions. If it makes yourself makes you uncomfortable, then lean into it. If you go, I'm so uncomfortable that I will never do that, that that's fine. You got, you've got your own boundaries. But remember, they're right, not right. everybody's boundaries. They're your boundaries. And respect them and, and, and own them and do them. But, um, you know, try really hard to allow, allow your children to decide what theirs are too. Is that a good, <laughs> good bow? Yes, I like it. Okay, you asked me about the Oscars. I did ask you about the Oscars because it's the movie that we haven't watched yet that won all those I know. awards. And I read an article this morning that said, apparently everybody under 35 loves everything everywhere. Is that the name of all it? All at once. All at once. Every Say it again. <laughs> you had it. I finished it. Everything, everywhere, all, all at, at once, once right. I believe. Um, and so everybody over 35 doesn't. Which means I'm going to watch it no matter what, because <laughs> there's something speaking okay. there to a real younger generation. I mean, they swept the awards, right? No, they did. It was best movie, best actress, best right. supporting, supporting actor, actress. Lots of other categories. Was it director? Who won director? I can't remember. But what I think it's, I don't think, because I think it's about, because I'm just gleaning this from the Academy Awards last night was sort of a hope, like a hope of hmm. connection amidst conflict. I haven't seen the movie. Okay. But I think in the, in this world where everybody's just like screaming at each other and having all these arguments and mm -hmm. points of view that are destructive to one another, I think there's some sort of underlying theme in this movie about that. Got it. So yeah, I really do want to watch it. I want to see it. it. And also want to notice what makes me uncomfortable because if if they're saying everybody over thirty five doesn't like it, that's bizarre. I didn't know that. I, at I all. read that this morning, okay. and I was like, "Ooh, I'm, interesting." I'm, I'm going to make myself watch that. I'll probably go. I don't get it, which means I need to watch, watch it. it again yeah. and again. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's it. Oh, and best supporting actress, Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, yes. so it really did sweep it. Yes, really did. We hadn't seen all of the. You know what I was movies. upset about what? though? Still, we brought this up before. Um, the Woman King was not even nominated. Mm. I'm just going to tell you, they brought that up at the Academy Awards. The guy that was hosting it, I forgot his name. That should have been on the docket. That's one of the best movies I saw last year. It really was. It really and was. And I don't know how all the politics of that works with the Academy and who gets campaigned for what and how it works. You're a SAG member. You should know that. That's not the Academy. I'm a member of uh, Screen, Screen Actors, Actors Guild. Guild. I know it's different, but yeah. you should have a little bit of an end. <laughs> I, I, I really should have a lot to say in this. <laughs> the best part of being a member of Screen Actors Guild, and I got this like in the 90s when I was doing commercials, which was like a big deal. You know, you get your SAG card. <laughs> You are golden. You are good. Oh my god! I remember. I, I mean, you know, I get all those movies to, yes. to preview, and that just makes me happy. That's why when, because we don't even play them because they're DVDs. They're DVDs. We don't have one. <laughs> we don't have a DVD. <laughs> but you feel cool accepting all. I those do. I do. DVDs I have them to all. watch. Yeah. Well, you can watch them everywhere. The other it's funny right. part was two of the movies we came late and missed one, and another movie. We oh, the Fablemans left early. Yeah, right. <laughs> Tar and the Fablemans. I love, I love both of them, but we only saw half of each of them. Yeah, movies are too long. Okay, I think they yeah. said that. The guy who's the host? I forgot. Jimmy Fallon. No, it's it? not. That's why I keep saying it's that. It's one of those other guys. But uh, Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel. Sorry, 
Yeah, he kept saying, <laughs> he goes, in, at our break in four and a half hours, right, and he right, goes, right. we're going to put you all through what you movie people put us through, these three and a half hour movies, which <sighs> who can hold it that long? I don't know. Jeez. It is kind of ridiculous. Yeah. But I'm so, glad people are back to the movies. Everybody mm-hmm, looked good. Mm-hmm. Top three outfits. Oh. Best dressed. Go. Bam. Um, uh, Bassett. <laughs> Angela Bassett. Whoa. Angela Bassett's gown was the purple one. Yeah. Mosquito. Killer, killer. killer. She got snubbed. Yeah, she didn't like it either. Did you see her face? Yeah, she was like, I'm not going to clap. I'm just going to sit here and go. No, no. On the front row wearing regal purple, and I should have been on that stage because my speech is ready. Yeah. Do you have your speech? Ready? Yeah. (laughs) I'm ready always. I know. Are you kidding me? You'd, You'd wing it. I would. Are you kidding? I wing everything. I know. I plan it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hack for me. I wing everything. Wing it all. Okay. Yeah. Angela Bassett, number one for you. Number two. Uh, as far as looks, um, okay, I love like, Kate Blanchett, but see, I think I'm biased because Why? I you love her. That doesn't matter if you love the look. She could have probably, it. yeah, I know. She looks so cool. She did look good. She looked cool. She was okay. Perfect. She had on the blue drape with the black. Yeah, okay. Yeah, third. Yeah. Um, mm, mm, the girl in the, the white. Emily Blunt. Yeah. The column. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. Down. Gorgeous. She was. They were on my top. I will give you different Lady ones. Lady Gaga. Oh, sorry. She looked good. Yeah. Too. She looked really good. Okay. I would add to that Cara Delevingne in the red gown. Yes. Woo-hoo-hoo. Beautiful. Looked really good. Um, I saw Molly Sims not on the red carpet after her yes. husband's the chairman of Netflix, apparently. She had on a killer Wish we knew them. green dress. If you haven't seen that, look I that up. She it. looked good. I see that. And I'll throw a man in the mix, Austin Butler. Oh, yeah. He should have won anyway. Yeah, he looked sharp. He looked good. Kind of like a I, shoulder We're talking suit. about Elvis, right? Yeah. And I still like, okay, everybody's like, you need to lose your Elvis thing. He should have won just so he said, thank you very much. I can't do it. <laughs> thank you very much. I can't do it. I wish I could do Elvis, but he can't come out of his Elvis accent. Right. There's all these like psychologists that are writing articles now about it. I think you should keep the Elvis outfit and yeah. the accent and just roll with it the rest of the time. Roll he with it. He looked good. He sounded good. <laughs> he was hot. He still is hot. Um, okay. I think everybody looked good. Yeah. There are a few misses. Yeah. So, I mean, that, again, beautiful entertainment. We went right. to a drag show. Then we sat down and we watched the Academy Awards. <laughs> What's the difference? Everybody's just like all dressed up and beautiful and I amazing. Know. And... Um, yeah, and Rihanna, she was quite amazing. Here for a good time, yeah, hopefully yeah, yeah, also yeah. a long time. Yeah, so it it feels like our time is rolling. Is it? Is that right? What do you mean, like up, like up, like like we're rolling, done? like <laughs> like it's happening? She's like, I'm going to get a massage. Can we wrap? Did am, we say? Oh, everything? can I say that? What I'm I'm not telling who I go to because no, you should no okay. promote people who are doing good oh, things in our society, so but you're good. afraid you're not going to be able to get in. Okay, anymore. I will give you her name, but you cannot. You don't even know it. Take all those. Her name is Morgana. There you go. And it's La Brasiliana. That's the part. And <laughs> she does a, a lymphatic massage. That after our drag show this weekend and all that. Uh, uh, I don't think we were a little alcohol consumed. All of that. I need a lymphatic massage today, which I'm getting. Which will just like incredible. drain all the you know good toxins and stuff out. And <laughs> then you can like fill yourself up with good electrolytes and water afterwards. And yes. you're a new woman or man. She only does be. women right now. She only does women right now. Yes. Why? I don't know. 
Oh, I didn't. You have to like rub your stomach and your lymph nodes and your hips. Oh, I mean, the, the very first time I went, okay, not, we are so shooting ourselves in the foot. Literally, I told my daughter, I said, if I give you her name, you can't tell anybody. She's, <laughs> we want to be able to get into her. But the very first time we went to her, she rubbed our tummy. She, well, I was by myself. She, she rubbed, rubbed my, my tummy. tummy. And she Could said, you think of another way to say that? She, she masta- massaged, massaged your abdominals. <laughs> she, <laughs> I'm so technical. She rubbed my tummy. She said, can I take a picture of your tummy? Are you okay with it? You know, she just me draped. It's just my stomach. It's just my abs. And, we all see those all the time. Anyway. Y'all see them all the time, right? They're showing every day. But um, I said, sure. I'm just lying there getting my abs picture made. And then she took a picture afterwards. It's remarkable. I was like, what? I was ripped. I <laughs> know. Like, I'm like, okay, well, I've already got nice muscles down there, but all of a sudden you couldn't see any of the fat layer on top of it. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, well, I just shot myself in the foot there. I'm yeah. never going to be able to get an appointment. Everybody's going to go in, but she's great. Y'all, y'all should go. So that's where we're headed or I'm headed. Yes. Yeah, speak where for yourself. You carpool, damn it. Oh, carpool. <laughs> Which is good. It's carpool week. Carpool for me mm-hmm. for school is just go pick up Anna. Which is that's right. I'm excited. Home. <laughs> yeah, right. the big one gets himself home. I don't pick anybody else up. Yeah. Sometimes I wish I did so I could hear more information. You know, like yeah, that's true. My particular kids don't spill the beans. Sometimes Anna will spill the tea. Yeah, she and will I like with what you. She does. Yeah, it's, it's so fun. Pop, you just have to get him. Get him at the right point. Yeah, the whole riding in the car thing generally does it, though, don't you think? It helps. Something about riding in a car, it makes a baby sleep and it makes a teenager talk. It just does. Hmm. It, I've always thought that was I true. think they've said that because you don't have to do eye to eye. Mm, that's a good point. So you don't feel as like that's a good zeroed point, yeah. in on and that somebody's attacking you or questioning you. Right. You're just kind of having a conversation. Yeah. It's I, don't think, I don't want to look anybody in the eye. I know. They don't anyway. <laughs> uh, uh, who well, knows? Anyway. Um, so what else we've got? That's good. We covered the drag queens uh, of the world, including you. If you listen to this on Thursday – I want you to come to Neiman Marcus in Charlotte. Is that on Thursday at 530? It is. Or at 6.30. I can't remember if it's 5.30 or 6.30. Where- 5.30 is probably safe. I think it's more of a 6 o'clock. Mm-hmm. The March, we're talking about 16th. March 16th, yeah. So this comes out the day that I'm on a panel with Phi Lyles, with- Diane Chips Bailey. Thank Ohavia you. is moderating, mm-hmm. and Sonia Barnes. Sonia You're Barnes. welcome. See, she's good at this. I know all these people. What's I know the topic? them like really well. Um, women's Empowerment, <laughs> Women's History Month. Ah. With Ohavia being the MC, she's good. she's just a ball of energy that I absolutely love her. Her story is good too, and this is most basically women telling their stories. So, um, as it relates to other women, empowering other women. So that's what that's about. Excellent. Yeah. So we'll be doing be that. We'll have a nutrition seminar at the studio that's March right. the twenty fifth. The you next are- week. Trainer Sarah Stevenson, mm-hmm. who is a nutrition and health coach. Who went to the drag show with us, by the way. <laughs> Calling you out, Sarah. <laughs> Y'all will be doing the great thing at the studio. Mm-hmm. We'll recap that on the podcast as well. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about rate, share, subscribe, review, yes. follow. Yes. So if you're watching on YouTube, subscribe. That way you'll always get it. You won't mm-hmm. have to wonder when's the next one. It'll yes. just pop up. Same for watching or listening, excuse me, on Apple, Spotify, Anywhere you get your podcast, hit subscribe. If you like to go to the bottom and hit a little five star, oh, that would please be Please do the five star. Yeah, yeah. just do the five star. Okay. Yeah. That's Good. it. That's it. <laughs> so anyway, we'll leave you with that on this okay. beautiful afternoon. You all enjoy, and I look forward to seeing and talking to you next time.
Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to us today, wherever you get your podcasts. And remember, you can now find our podcast on YouTube. Yeah. If you liked it, please share, rate, and review. We love five stars. And we hope you'll work out with us online or in studio at hilliardstudiomethod.com. Bye.